Now that you are here with me, baby, let's do it right. Lady, you know just what I need. I want to hold you all so tight. Baby, just touch me anyway. Cause cutie, you turn me on. Ooh, baby. I'd like to run my fingers through your hair. So come on and stay with me all night. I wanna rock with you, baby. All night long. I wanna roll with you, lady. Feeling so strong. I wanna rock with you, baby. All night long. Rock and roll and roll and rock. Make it sweet love. Don't you ever stop. No, no, sweet baby. Now, yes, Uncle Bobby. Yes, Uncle Shirak. <laughs> Y'all, we have some shenanigans in store for you on this episode. All the petty punch. So, welcome back, <laughs> episode 31. 31 flavors. That's what we're doing, Baskin Robbins out yes. this week. Yes. Okay. I'm here for it. Are you here for it? Yeah. Did you miss me? Yes. The Vardell Bay. Oh, okay. I am your girl, Patty P. It's your girl, Queen E, on the mic. And we are just going to jump into this, but you know, we can never get started without tipping it up. It's the pregame to the pregame. You should already have your drinks ready every day. Maybe you not every day. You already. That's what I'm saying. There okay, you that's what you were saying. That's that what I'm your, saying. Okay, because we have. Okay, and <laughs> we we support that ministry. If you have. Okay, okay. so we're gonna clean, clean, mm-hmm. ting, 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 and drink, drink. drink. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was nice and flavorful. You like that's that? it. That's that summer that's one. It. I know we say that every time. <laughs> We're going to be saying it's the summer one in the wintertime. But this flavor, y'all, you have to get into a juice jar. But I've been drinking hey. watermelon. Watermelon. <laughs> y'all. I hope y'all ready. I'm not even ready. No, you should be. I should. You should be. Well, let's let's get into what everybody has been waiting for, okay? Yes, I'm ready. Mic check. One, one, two, one, two, one, two. You want beef with the hood. What, what is you going to do? do? I am here. <laughs> so, y'all, you know, <laughs> we can never let it pass. Well, we did let one of them pass. Yeah, because nobody But cared. nobody cared, mm-hmm. okay? We cannot go through life without mm-hmm. giving you the review of the verses. Yes, and this verses was specifically designed for Aunt Jackie oh. and, you know, um, Aunt Tony. Aunt Tony, though? Yeah, Uncle Jack. And all, all of them. All, all of them. All of them. Yes. 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 And so, we are talking about None other. Mm-hmm. Bobby Brown. Yes, Uncle Bobby. Robert. Mm-hmm. There he is. Oh, Bob. As <laughs> and they Bob, call. as they call him. <laughs> and Unc. Unc. Keith. Keith. 
I, I'm ready. Are you? <laughs> I, I am. You know what I'm saying? I was here for all the sparkly fits. Oh, my. I was here for Uncle Keith's, you know, past the anniversary giddy up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, he, he had the shoe rock on tap, you know. He was singing to the ladies. And he was so drunk, he forgot he couldn't sing. <laughs> I, I think that's what occurred. I know that's what happened. So, first of all, he mm -hmm. wanted to give a shout out to all the sponsors. Mm -hmm. And he thanked, you know, of course, uh, Swiss Beats and Timberland mm -hmm. for, mm -hmm. you know, pretty much writing the checks. Yes. Okay, bringing it on. And he then emphasized the checks. He definitely uh -huh. emphasized the mm -hmm. checks. Then he wanted to run down um, Diddy mm -hmm. and Chirac. Chirac. He took one of his songs and <laughs> remixed it to sing it to the drink to that the was drink. in his hand. He did. He did. Which contained Chirac. Chirac. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it was a fumble of the words because he was drunk or is this really how he pronounces Chirac? I think I think Uncle Keith just pronounces it that way okay. and it was worse because he felt of the drinks in his system. Okay. Uncle Keith had wine over in the corner. It looked like he had some Chirac over there in the what glass. Some Chirac, Chirac you know. <laughs> I, you know, he was just going for it. You know what I'm saying? He was telling Uncle Bobby that he was cheating because he was playing New Edition songs. Yeah, he did tell him several times. He took a couple shots at Bobby. He did. For they, cheating. they had a good old time, though. Yeah. And it was really fun to see them, like, interacting with each other because it's clear they have a really good relationship. And I want to say Bobby said that Keith Sweat was his younger son's godfather. Something like that. Yeah, I do, something like I that. I do remember that um, being said, but that little boy needed to sit down. Oh, he did. You see what I'm saying? I don't like when people hype kids up and they look crazy. Don't do me like that. He tell me. a little special. Tell me, tell me that I'm wrong. And I never want to come for the children, but that little baby looks special. He did. Uncle Bobby could dance better than him today. Right now. Like right now. It was really bad. And who decided that DJ Cassidy should be the one you know what? to facilitate this versus? I, I'm sick of him. That was disrespectful. His, his hat game is there. Other That's than it. that, I need him to sit the fuck down. Because, first of all, he's not on beat. No. And then he He's, didn't he didn't even have the songs timed well. Like when all, he was playing a song for Bobby Brown, like it was Bobby Brown's turn. Correct. He wasn't even playing the portion of the song where Bobby Brown is singing. Like what are you doing? You just gonna give me Travis. I mean Travis. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna give me Ralph Trust back. Right. And don't give me Bobby. That's and it. Bobby is the one who's on the verses. Wait a minute. You're going to give me a song that Keith Sweat sang with Cut Close and only give me Cut, Cut Close's Close. verse? He definitely that did was that. that was stupid. He one of them types. Now throw your hands way up in the that's air. Him. Like I don't have the time for that. And see that's see this what happened. DJ Nice was booked and unbothered. Right, because he he was booked for the entire Essence Festival. Yes, and that's so he was where, probably resting. But we needed him. That's where the slip up occurred. Yeah, we don't need DJ Cassidy to facilitate any verses ever again. Well, let's talk about the music because that was the good the music part. was it. Of the verses, um, they definitely definitely came through with the hits. So uh, you know, it was no fooling anyone there. Mm -mm. Bobby Brown pulled out the catalog, honey, baby, and because he cheated, quote unquote, these are <laughs> Uncle Keith's words. Uncle Keith said he Uncle cheated. Uncle Keith had to come with the pen game. Yeah, and yeah. so he had to, you know, double down a little bit to let you know that he wrote this and he wrote that and he wrote this. And Uncle wrote Keith that. is nasty. So my man came through <laughs> with some LSG. Yes, he did. My body. 
Yeah, but it surprised me. I didn't know he wrote, let's chill, let's chill. Yeah. Okay, we talking about Guy. He was coming through, but the pen game. He was. He did. He was. He played a little candy. He did a little candy yes. thing when he was on the verses. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Music was great, though. You could. I, this is what I'm saying. What you saying? I didn't need the singing, though. No, no. Because I was I, hopeful that they would not. I know there was like a paramedic or EMT or something it on the had side. Because Uncle Bobby needed a respirator. I, I thought somebody I mean, was going to pass out. Yeah, it was too much. Yeah, asthma pump, something. Yeah. Something had to be Nebulizers. in that <laughs> All those things. So when it came to intermission, do you remember <laughs> Cassidy saying we was going to take a break? But he put it out to both of them. Uncle Keith was like, no, we can keep this thing pushing because I got his for days. Mm-mm. Uncle Bobby said, no, no, we need a break. <laughs> <laughs> he said he's tired and he got to pee. You know what I'm saying? And I they had like, to go do their wardrobe change. That's when Uncle Keith came out with the past the anniversary special on. My man ain't have no shirt on under He definitely gave he you a little chest show, game. show you the little, little chest. baby oil. He yeah. gave you that. Little satin crease pants. <laughs> Little white patent leather shoe. He did that, and then his little, his little, not right, but his little dip, his dance. little dip meat. Yeah. yeah, Uncle keep pushing sixty, so I, it's understandable because it was like at first when I saw the fit, I'm like, Uncle Keith, what you doing? But then I looked up, you know how old he is, and Uncle Keith is seriously about to turn sixty. He legitimately has ten years on Bobby Brown. Seriously, so it's okay if he had to pass the special on. I'm okay with. But that. he was twirling the thing for the aunties. He was twirling. <laughs> Or Jackie ain't have a chance. You understand me? <laughs> I know somebody in the audience was excited. Yes. So he he definitely put on show for the people. He did. For the aunties. Uncle Bobby was cool. If he would have stayed at that low register when he was singing, he would have been all right. But when he tried to go up, he don't have it no more. He starts to scream. What is it about the older singers now? They all sound like it's a little baby frog in their throat. Uh, is it the drugs? It might be the drugs. I well, mean, no, because there's some people, I, people, I was about to say that too. There's some people that did not use the drugs, but they scream. So when they go to get to the high note, yeah. it's like, ah! Maybe it's the overexertion of the voice. Like, I'm imagining people who are singers and they sing so much, maybe they strain their vocal cords over time. Maybe well, that's we need to get is. them some honey lemon tea or something. Baby, it seemed like that's way beyond tea. <laughs> like, have you heard Countess Vaughn talk? Like, that, that's, those okay. are the people I'm imagining. You see what I'm saying? See, so now you didn't. I didn't went too you far. Didn't went too I'm bring it back. That's why. All in all, I was pleased with the verses. I would say that Uncle Bobby was the clear winner. Um, as as you heard us sing "Rock with You," that's probably my favorite Bobby Brown song. Okay. What's your favorite Bobby Brown song? If you have one, I don't know. Mm. "Rock with You" is, and now that I know, mm-hmm. you know from the special that it was to my girl Janet. It was for Janet. He meant that thing. He meant all of that, honey. Mm. So I would have been interested to see them together to see if he would have had a different turnout. Yeah, because crack is whack, honey. Crack is fucking whack. Crack is whack. What's your favorite Uncle Keith song? I definitely love the LSG. Era. Okay, okay, I do. I enjoyed I that. Yeah, I yeah, did. yeah. You know what? He wrote for my boy Silk. Yes. So that might be. Let me lick you up huh. and down. I told you I'm gonna be nasty. Lick you up and down. Oh, oh baby. baby. So that might be one of my favorite 
um, Keith Sweat songs. Okay, okay. And I know he's not singing it, but let me think of one that he's actually singing. Okay. We ain't got enough time. For that. <laughs> so what we gonna do is I'm gonna bring that back. Um, but he, his pen game was definitely it. You know, he was always talking to sexuals. Yeah, make it last forever is my favorite Keith Sweat song. You know, that's a good one. Make it last forever. Better hit them high notes. Yes. Um, I, I, so yeah, yeah, shout out to, to Uncle Bobby Brown and Uncle Keith Sweat. So excited they're able to get their flowers while they're still here and good enjoy job. themselves and get a pretty penny because I know they got paid. Yeah. Uncle Keith was telling all the business. He told DJ Cassidy he would have took his chain if it was you back in the day. That's how you know he that. was on the drinks. Because he tried to say it was a joke, yeah. but he meant that thing. No. And it's fine. <laughs> he should have ran in my body there because we needed something different. Uncle Keith was a hood nigga. Let me find out. <laughs> Past the Uncle Keith was a hood nigga. And that's fine. You know what? <laughs> I hope y'all t- I hope y'all tuned in. You know, hit up our page, give us your comments, let you know, let us know what you thought about the verses between Uncle Keith and Uncle Bobby. Absolutely. I'm moving right along. This face belongs on the tube. So y'all, we have to bring to you another black show that is out here winning. Yeah, shout out to Netflix because they've been really pumping it up for the see, black they listen you see what i'm yes. saying that's why they stay in business because they listen, they listen. Mm-hmm. netflix pulled out another hit and we are talking about the up shows yeah okay solid so, as a rock hey, because that's the opening to the that is that is solid, solid. i think that's actually kim singing it i want to say it is kim field yeah it's not the original so M-A-G. i think that is her singing it but i'm, I'm gonna have to look at that again and find out but Needless to say, Kim Fields, Mike Epps, Wanda, Wanda Sykes, Sykes mm-hmm. and these random kids. I don't I don't know these kids. <laughs> not random but, uh, kids. <laughs> this show is um is it family oriented? Uh, I, I would say somewhat. Okay. Yeah. Family oriented show surrounding um Kim Fields and Mike Epps as parents. Yes. Of three children. Mm-hmm. You know, going through the trials and tribulations of the black family. Mm-hmm. And Mike Epps has a bonus baby. Yes, Mike Epps has a bonus baby <laughs> with uh, Gabrielle Dennis. Dennis. Mm-hmm. Um, Who was Janae from the game so and also much. played Whitney Houston in the Bobby Brown story on BET. Yes, and so Wanda Sykes is Kim Fields' sister. sister. Mm-hmm. And, of course, she didn't. She doesn't like Mike Epps for Kim. And they go toe-to-toe. Oh, and it's hilarious. When I tell y'all this is the funniest shit ever, y'all have to get into it but we are bringing to you that the show is good and yes. because it has been so good mm-hmm. it has been renewed for a second season yeah so shout out to them yeah we also have some other news for you all yes uh so the academy of motion pictures uh released their new invitee list and it's a lot of black people on we the list. We are coming through, baby. Absolutely. I'm really excited. Um, I know uh, Issa Rae was a part of the list. Um, it, <laughs> what's wrong? You know, Issa Rae hurts my feelings every time we talk about it because I love her so. <laughs> He's like, well, because Insecure going off the air. It's going off the air, and I've been waiting three years for it. Issa. Okay. okay. Come on. When is it coming back? Issa, just give me a date. <laughs> so she said they're editing, so you need to relax. Um, but also, Andrew Day, uh, who played yes. uh, Billie Holiday uh-huh. in the United States versus Billie Holiday, is on there. Uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen, the handsome, fine black guy he's gonna be in the new version of the candy man okay he yes. was on the watchman uh-huh. with regina king mm-hmm. uh he played her husband 
uh, Nicole Bahari, who was um, in 42. I was about to say, with, I know who she uh, is. Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. she played his wife in that movie. Uh, Laverne Cox, uh, who is super advocate for the trans My community. Um, she's on that list as well. Um, so, I mean, it's a lot of people getting in there. Jonathan Majors, who was in uh, The Five Bloods, he was also in Lovecraft Country. Uh-huh, which I haven't seen yet. Yes, which I heard was good, but they uh-huh. canceled it, so I'm mad. <laughs> um, Not funny, I'm sorry. We, we uh, shouted out Issa Rae, but also, um, and I wanted to make sure I highlighted this young lady, uh, Jernay Smollett. Of course. She has been acting since she could breathe. Yes. And it, I'm so excited for her that she's finally getting her just due. And she was also in Lovecraft Country. And they said she was like a shining star. She been, I mean, she's been good since she's been good. She was she on uh, Eve's Bayou, like uh-huh. back in the day. She was on Full House. I mm-hmm. mean, you name it, she's been on there. Mm-hmm. So shout out to her finally getting some recognition and notoriety girl keep holding down the smollett family of 25 because you <laughs> not of 25 are doing it okay bulls <laughs> yes she out here get into it so shout out to all the new invitees um i'm rooting for everybody but yes and mm-hmm. if you have not checked out the upshaws make sure you do that on netflix yes as well. it's still on netflix season one and they have been renewed for season two so look out for that probably sometime next year all righty then yes word up hey Word up. Hey. Y'all. <laughs> I love this lady. Yes, I when do. When I tell you she has the personality of a saint. Yes. Um, But with, so funny. I know. And down to earth. Like her humor is, is so infectious. I have to meet her. I just have to meet her. Yes. Um, But we are talking about Tabitha Brown, who's known as Tab. She yes, has written Auntie a Tab. book. And it is called Feeding the Soul. Because it's my business. Okay. <laughs> so Feeding the Soul Because It's My Business. Finding Our Way to Joy, Love, and Freedom. The, I mean, the title just makes you feel good. Girl. It's going to be released in September. I'm really, really excited for her. Again, another person who has been in the game for many years. Yeah, like She's, she's been, been acting for a long time. Mm-hmm. Grinding for a long time. Mm-hmm. And this is her season. So it's so nice to see her winning so look out for her book again feeding the soul because it's my business comes out in september <laughs> of this year <laughs> i love it you got to follow her youtube channel as well yes i'm tabitha brown yes because mm-hmm. we pimping all over the world i sing it hoes the world the world the world beep, 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 beep. i knew you was coming with that <laughs> Y'all, as you travel around the world and you try to create these memories, you Mm want to make sure Mm -hmm. that you capture them. You want to document it. You want to document the Mm -hmm. time spent. Mm -hmm. You know, the memories created. The journey you've taken. Yes. On these excursions and these other things. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And with that being said, we are trying to figure out when you are traveling the world. Mm -hmm. When you are, you know, experiencing these new things and meeting these new people. Mm-hmm. How are you capturing these memories? Mm-hmm. Are you a person who likes to take the selfies, mm-hmm. get your pictures, do your own thing? Or are you a person who would like to hire a professional photographer mm-hmm. and you just sit there, pose, and do your thing? Mm-hmm. So, Queenie. What say you? I was about to say, Queenie, <laughs> are you a candid selfie person? Mm-hmm. Or are you balling and shot calling and you hiring a professional photographer? So, here's the thing. I... I I really struggle with this. Okay, okay. Because I love going back in my phone and like 
you know, that seeing a video and, you know, seeing a picture and like, oh, I remember I was here and oh, I was there. But I also feel like there's something to be said about having someone take the photos for you. Okay. So that you can truly be engrossed in the moment. Like, I'm one of those people, like, I'll, I'll be having such a good time that I forget to take pictures. That's okay. me. Okay. And so... I think that's why I I might err on the side of hiring a photographer. Okay. Because then I know it'll be documented and I can truly be present in the moment. And so you've had both experiences. I have, yes. Okay, you've had both experiences, but you're leaning on the side of the professional photographer because you want to just bask in the moment. Right. So, okay, um, I'm trying. I'm trying to think for an example. Okay, so... Going inside of the Eiffel Tower, like, it was so overwhelming and, like, being up there and, like, looking out and, you know, seeing Paris uh -huh. and, you know, seeing all the buildings and being that high and, you know, getting on the lift and all of that. And it was, like, I was so overwhelmed. Like, the few pictures that I have, it's, like, it doesn't do it justice. So I feel like if I had a professional photographer while I was visiting, uh -huh. like they would have been able to capture my awe okay. and my all of that. that. You know what I'm saying? And I was so into it, like I didn't really take that many right, pictures. Right. On the other side of that, hiring a photographer to take pictures in front of it, like that was dope to me. Because it's That's like true. those are pictures I can have That's true. forever. Definitely a dope experience. Yes. Um, but I feel for me, because I'm not a person who likes to take pictures, uh -huh, uh -huh. that that was staged. And so now I'm mm -hmm. there's a lot of directing on trying to get me to get it right, get it tight. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm more of the candid selfie person. Mm -hmm. You know, I like to take my shots and keep it moving. Um, but I, I mean, I did appreciate the professional photographer. Mm -hmm. So I, I think if I had to pick one and I'm going to do a good job at this, y'all, I'm picking one. She struggles, y'all. It's okay. I am going with the candid selfies, using my phone, snapping the photos, keeping it moving because I like when, let's just say, for instance, you're in a group setting and you're having conversation and I can just randomly go to my phone and pull up a picture and, you know, show my experience. Mm -hmm. And not to say that, you know, the photographer's pictures can't be sent to you, emailed, dropboxed, whatever. Mm -hmm. and you but pull it's up different. Those. It's very different. Um... And so it's just like, oh, I see something on TV. Oh, I've been there. Oh, I've been there. And I have it, those experiences in my phone as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I'm a person who makes sure, makes sure that I have the space on my phone. Yeah, I'm not. So I'm that. also not that <laughs> I'm the person that's on an airplane on the way to the destination trying to delete the shit. Like, okay, I have 4,672 pictures. How can I get it down to 3,000? <laughs> And so I am not that person, Patty Peeps. I am the one who makes sure that the phone is ready and set I feel to seen. go. <laughs> yeah, I definitely had to um, take a little shot at Queenie on that one. Um, because when it's time for her to take a picture when we're there of me, I have to pass along my phone. But the good thing about that is I don't have to, when we get home, ask her for this to send me the pictures. Right. So, you know, they're all on my phone. I can send them to her and then we can just keep on moving. So, see, okay. So, I definitely appreciate that. Like, I love those candid pictures. I love the selfies. And when I was saying, like, hiring a photographer, 
I wasn't just like saying, okay, I want all these posed, arranged pictures. Like just having them take pictures of me naturally in that environment. Yeah, you want them to follow you around the city. Right, exactly. Um, and you can actually find one. You can go to Airbnb and look look at services right. and find a photographer that way. I mean, you can also do your due diligence in terms of research. Because like, for example, there are certain places where there's like specific pictures that people want to get so for example um if you go to greece specifically santorini there's like this overlook and a lot of people take pictures it's a photographer that has women wear all these like beautiful pretty colored dresses and he has like the dress fly in the wind and he takes a picture so that's like a specific photographer that does that you know if you want to take a picture you know by the eiffel tower and you want like a night shot you know what I'm saying? You can hire somebody to do that. So I definitely see the benefit of both. Mm-hmm. But I would say because of what I know about myself, how I, I truly get engrossed in a moment. Like at a concert, I'm singing so hard. That would be dope. That I forget. That would be dope. Like It's like, ooh, I should have been taping Auntie Anita Baker singing Caught Up in a Rapture because that's my favorite song. But I'm in tune to her and I'm singing my heart out so I forgot. Now see, that I do get. <laughs> I get that one. So- I, I totally understand. Yeah, I mean, just to follow you around the city, capture the moments, um, that could become quite expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but once again, it's for, it, it creates a, a vibe. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you look celebrity status mm. of this mood. I just don't, I just don't ever want to become so uh, engrossed in like making sure I get a good picture to show I was having fun yeah. that I don't have fun. Yeah, that does that you don't make have sense? Fun. Like I and I feel like that's unfortunately that's what a lot of this generation does. Like they record and and tape everything. And that is a a great thing for documentation, for memories, for posterity, all those things. But sometimes I feel like they're they're disengaged. Yeah. yeah. And it's like I don't ever want to be that person. Like I want if I'm at a party with my friends, like I want us to be rapping and singing together. I don't want to like miss our moment because I'm trying to tape us having a moment. You You know what? And now that you, you, you said that you made me think of something, you know, something so, um, sacred as the, uh, cathedral, the basilica, where you you can't take pictures. Well, you're not supposed to, but people do. People do it. They were sneaking them in. Mm -hmm. Um, I even tried myself, but it, it wasn't a good look. Um, you know, just trying to, I guess bask in the moment, you know, mm-hmm. getting the the vibe of the place, whatever it may be, um, just being in the moment, and you know where you're not. Reco- I mean, you're mandated not to take pictures mm-hmm. in those uh, specific areas and in, in, in tourism. So mm-hmm. um, that upsets me sometimes <laughs> yeah. because it's like. You know what I'm saying? It's these majestic places or these, like I said, sacred places or places of extreme history yeah. that, you know, you want to capture those moments and you want to make sure that, you know, you can, I mean, because you can speak to them, but you want to be able to actually give visuals to people when you're having these yeah. discussions, but you don't want to kind of, um, what's, what's the word that I'm looking for? kind of mess up the integrity of the place. Like, yeah. I, you, you see what I'm trying no, to say? No, I understand what you're saying. And I mean, I think for me, it's like, you know, being able to see the Sistine Chapel, any picture that I have does not do it justice. Even my description of it. Like, I feel like you have to be there. You have to be in that space because I, I truly believe there are certain spaces when you go into them, you feel the sacredness of go. it. There you go. 
you and go. you feel the history that's a part of it. And so even taking a picture doesn't do it justice. Correct. And I would just encourage people if they can to go. Yeah. Um, Cause it's like when you see it and you realize that like a human, one human being did all of uh -huh, that, uh -huh. it just, it, it blows your mind. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I love documenting it. I think either way you should, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think I'm just going to say for me, you know, getting the person to kind of, to go along. So that's one less thing I have to worry about. Okay. And you're saying, and I'm saying, you're going to take it. Okay. And I'm going to take the picture. I feel like that's, that's fair. And I feel like I'm a great picture taker. You, so, I feel like you're a low key I, I'm photographer. I'm a low key photographer. Thank yeah, you for that. You know, I, I but don't hire your friends, your personal friends. Like somebody, it's a girl's trip and somebody on that trip is, um, let's say a freelance photographer, mm -mm. You're, we're not talking about them because they want to be in the moment as well. They want to No, don't get Lisa, who is the photographer <laughs> Lisa. at home. I'm just saying, don't get Lisa, you know, the photographer at home to take the pictures for you because Lisa's going to be pissed. Lisa Correct. wants to enjoy the moment. There you go. That's just like when you get married and you want your friend who's a photographer to take, that, uh -huh. they want to enjoy. They want to be true. a guest. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, all right. We got two different perspectives here. Um, I'm here for it. And I'm here for both. Okay. You know? All right, then. Well, let's move on to a Baltimore love thing. You ready? You ready. Uh-huh. Freaky diggy see, y'all can't see me. Freak, freaky diggy see. Freak, freaky diggy see. Hey, freaky diggy see, y'all can't see me. Freaky diggy see, y'all can't see me. Freaky diggy see, y'all can't see me. Y'all can't see. Yay. Y'all, I, I don't, I'm trying to give you the voice. <laughs> To make you feel exactly where I'm coming from on this place. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't have it. Don't I don't know it. what that voice is, what that tone will be. So I'm going to just give it to you straight. There is a place on Frederick Avenue in Baltimore mm -hmm. called Sugar Mamas. Sugar Mama Mama. And when I tell you, Mama gives you all of the sugar, honey. Yeah, she does. She cooks that thing she got the right. Brown honey. sugar. She got the sugar, <laughs> sugar. <laughs> She got Cooks the cinnamon sugar. Uh, right. Y'all, this, um, first of all, the, they're, so they're on, because of COVID, they have only been open to about three, four. Okay. But in that time frame from the breakfast, breakfast, Ooh. breakfast mm -hmm. Bring it back. time okay. <laughs> frame, all the way into that lunch time frame, mm -hmm. they're giving you the breakfast, the brunch, in the lunch menu oh. and they also have some dinner options okay okay they're giving you a plethora of things from chicken and waffles to mm. omelets to the french toast to you the know, fried fish the fried fish the when i y'all these fried potatoes mm. oh my gosh it's okay. clear sugar mama made those sugar mama <laughs> cut these potatoes she probably even grew the potatoes herself honey she grew them in the ground cut them up <laughs> seasoned them right yeah and mashed them to perfection up yeah. on this grill okay yeah that breakfast bowl i had oh was my god then she gives you quesadillas yeah i love a quesadilla you can get a quesadilla you can get a, a taco <laughs> you see what i'm saying and then you can also get some ribs mm -hmm. with some greens and some mac and cheese mm. so it just depends on what you're looking what for. you're looking for yeah i'm i'm gonna tell you the breakfast bowl i had oh was my gosh unmatched so you know how back in the day well, I guess still, KFC used to have those bowls that people would get mm -hmm. with it. Now, I don't like those. But this breakfast bowl, baby, it had the uh, fried potatoes oh 
with a little onion so it's not overwhelming. Went, went ahead a little, a little onion. Okay. You know, so it's not overwhelming. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The scrambled egg with the cheese. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Then she had a little grit for me. That you know what I'm saying? Did. With the butter, she salt, and pepper hair. And that she had a little cheese a grit. in it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Then she lightly laid, you know what I'm saying? A brown you know, fried. You better give them this, Ooh, this visual. Piece of whiting on the top. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm Pescatarian, not Presbyterian, but Pescatarian. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So she laid that thing on top and then covered it. It was so delicious. And it's so filling. It will leave you just, first of all, you might be comatose afterward. Yeah, you but, definitely are going to need a nap. Yeah. So don't <laughs> eat it if you have somewhere to go. Like, don't get it before work. I'm just telling you what I know. Or do it in portions. So if you buy something, I wouldn't yourself, even recommend You that. don't recommend mm -hmm. that? Okay, well, this is where she's located in the Beachfield, Irvington area mm -hmm. of Baltimore at 4114 Frederick Avenue. Yes, um, that's the 29 zip code And for you better mm -hmm. give it to them. Mm -hmm. huh? mm -hmm. Born and raised. Well, yes. not born, but raised. Mm -hmm. um, and the page, the IG page is Sugar spell correctly, underscore mamas, M-A-M-A-S, underscore L-L-C. Mm -hmm. If you are not from here, just go look at the page. I'm pretty sure she will fulfill your appetite just by the pictures. Mm. You see what I'm saying? It, it will do you justice. I promise you. I promise. Okay. So, yeah, go support black business as always. Keep them rocking and rolling up in this pandemic, you know, so they can fully reopen and, and cater to the masses. All right? Yes. You and I, T.Y. You and I, T.Y. You and I, T.Y. You and I, T.Y. Who are you calling them? Yes, I'm here for it. Since you're ready to have this conversation. I am not. Because I am not. I am conflicted in this topic be for, for many reasons mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um understandably so yeah thank you so very much mm -hmm. you know although i would like to restore you know his um his success mm. um in the black community and what he has done for television um as well as for actors actresses comedians blah 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 um we will not um condone what he was incarcerated for. Oh, we are talking about Bill Cosby. And I don't even know how else to intro this to you guys. But he was released from prison this week. Mm -hmm. On a technicality. On a technicality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so he did the crime. He did the time. Admittedly so. Admittedly so. This is not alleged. Mm -hmm. Did the time. Did sometime. Did sometime. Mm -hmm. And now he has been released due to this technicality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where do I start? I don't know where you start. I can tell you that upon his release, there were celebrities that had very strong reactions. Okay. Um, Let's go there, yes. Okay. Let, we, we can start there because here, here's the reality of the situation. You know, anytime you are forcing yourself on someone, um, you know, drugging someone or, you know, putting them in a position of being debilitated where they can't fully make decisions or they don't have, you know, all of their wits or will about them. That's problematic. It's wrong. It's criminal activity. So we just want to put that out there. 
but him being released, people had reactions to it. So uh, our good, good resident auntie, Felicia Rashad, made a statement. That's a good start. And she said, finally, a wrong has been righted. That's what she said. That's what she said. And a lot of people had a lot of strong reactions to that. So what, what's, your, what's your take on that? Let me ask that first. I'll, I'll say this. When I read her statement myself, I did not conclude that she was talking about him being released after admitting to committing the crime. Uh, okay. I did not think that myself. I'm saying that I believe that she was speaking about the, the injustice trial. and the uh -huh. unfair trial uh, for held for Bill Cosby um, and him being made an example of when this has occurred on so many other occasions to other races and them not receiving mm -hmm. the penalties that Dr. Bill Cosby did. Mm -hmm. That's where I thought that she was going with that. Okay. So what say you? I I feel like she's been in the game too long oh, to make such an error in judgment in terms of how she speaks. She had to know or had to realize that people would misinterpret that if that's what she meant. I don't okay. I don't know exactly what she meant. I would hope that she wasn't condoning it. And in fact, she came with a follow-up statement saying that she in no way shape or form condones, you know, those who have been sexual sexually assaulted. Um It was not intended to be insensitive. Right. It whatsoever. wasn't intended to be insensitive. However, you know, especially with media, like you have to be careful. You have to be careful with what you say. You have to be careful how you support people. And I think I think the optics were bad, right? That's what we talk about okay. all the time. So if I were her publicist, you know, and I'm sure her publicists were in the back working hard, like, oh, why did she do that? Why didn't she clear it? You know what I'm saying? Like uh -huh. people, sometimes people who are in the limelight, they can't just freely say what they yes, want to say correct and while it's unfortunate because we want people to have freedom of speech yes you have to be mindful about how things are going to impact your livelihood your brand and all those other things um and so as you're saying that mm -hmm. um of course the howard university population mm -hmm. um staff and students alumni you know everyone from beginning to the end called for her to be fired for the statement that she made absolutely and and you'll remember we mentioned a few weeks ago she would be appointed as a new dean correct um of the chadwick bozeman school of uh i want to say arts yeah, um i, I can't think, think so. of the full yeah, yeah, title. fine arts fine, fine arts fine yes arts. thank you yes. so much um so she was just appointed i think i think that like her first official day is when she oh wow released the tweet <laughs> And people were calling for her to be removed from her position. And so, I'm sorry. Were no, you go ahead. To say something? Mm -hmm. and as you said that, so we, we spoke about celebrities, you know, speaking their piece on his release. Um, and someone who supported Felicia Rashad heavily was Stephanie Mills. Mm -hmm. So Stephanie Mills was like, she supports her friend. Um, and she went as far as to say that, of course, she didn't think that Felicia was, you know, trying to be insensitive as well. Mm -hmm. But if you want to go as far as firing her from the newly, you know, appointed position, that you should go as far because now we are talking about moral consistency. Mm -hmm. And if this is what you're supporting, 
um, that if you want to go that far, you should go as far as to giving Dr. Bill Cosby the millions of dollars back that he has donated well, to the actual university. I mean, to be fair, if if you are uncomfortable with someone's behavior or you don't condone their behavior, that would make sense. It would make sense. So if Felicia Rashad crossed the line, then obviously Bill Cosby crossed the line. And if that is so, mm -hmm. and we are talking about moral consistency, mm -hmm. that you should get this man all his money back. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody say that. Ain't nobody do that, though. Nobody said that. In addition, uh, Mark Lamont Hill, yes. who... Um, I mean, he, he is a staunch supporter of black people, of black lives, black bodies. Um, and he was actually on his show and he made the comment saying that supporting Bill Cosby is proof we don't love black women enough. Ooh, okay. And, you know, he got a lot of backlash for it. But people were like hosting parties, like a, a welcome home party and, you know, making light of the situation. And I think I think there's space, number one, for us to appreciate the legacy that he's created in terms of the work he's done. I mean, whether whether people want to say that or not, the work that he's done in terms of like the shows that he's created and okay. had a hand in, uh -huh. it definitely influenced the black population in a positive mm -hmm. way. Like I was watching something the other day and they were saying how uh, the spinoff of the Cosby show, A Different World, how it increased exponentially the number of black students mm -hmm. that were entering college I because that. of that. So to me, not that I, I in no way, shape or form condone what he did because it was wrong. It shouldn't have happened. He definitely needed to pay the penalty for those crimes. I I understand how people are making an effort to compartmentalize it, though, mm -hmm. because humans are complex, right? We're not just one way. Like, even if we do something wrong, that doesn't mean there aren't good things that we've done. Okay. So I feel like there's space for you to hold him accountable for what he's done and make sure that he uh, takes responsibility and pays for his crimes, but also to recognize that other work that he has done has impacted the black community in a positive way. And I think that was ultimately the goal. That's my personal opinion again, okay. was to erase that legacy and to erase mm. the impact that he had. Because once again, we're not condoning this whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, but we are saying that there have been victims, numerous victims come out for other white celebrities and these white celebrities have not been incarcerated. Mm -hmm. um, there's no settlements in these cases. There, there's nothing that has been um, forced them to be reprimanded for the things, the crimes that they have committed against mm -hmm. these women. And I think that's the hard part, too, because even with recognizing that dichotomy that exists, right, we have white men who are perpetrating these same types of crimes who aren't held accountable and then you have on the other side a, a specific black man of power of stature who committed these crimes and then was penalized for it to me it's justice if both of them are correct right correct but i do see the difference because you know we're talking about the disparity between uh -huh. black lives and then other lives or those of the dominant culture so i feel like 
black people are always put in this difficult situation because we're damned if we do and damned if we don't. Always. Like if we don't crucify this black person uh -huh. for something wrong they've done, then everybody looks at us like, oh, you're not going to call that out. You're not going to say anything uh -huh. about that. That's wrong. But then when we point out the disparities and the discrepancies in terms of our justice system or lack thereof, then they're like, oh, you always want to bring up the race issue. You always want to compare it. You're not focusing uh -huh. on the issue. Uh -huh. But Mark Lamont Hill does have a point. Our country, our community even does not protect black women, does not protect black girls. And we have said that numerous times on the show Absolutely. because it's the reality. It's just facts. It's not, it's not even like we're making this up. It's not hyperbole, as Jamel as Hill Jamel said. Hill said right? it, it really just <laughs> is. So it's a, it's a hard situation and I don't like it. And I hate that Bill Cosby has put me in this predicament. And I'm you, mad. I, you should be. It, but I have to put a spin on what you're saying as well. Okay. Because Mark Lamont Hill um, interviewed Judge Joe Brown. Oh, God. And Judge Joe Brown had two perspectives on this thing. Of course, he came from a perspective of law, but he also came from a perspective of, I'm going to say, layman's common sense. Mm. Um, and so what Joe, Judge Joe Brown basically said was Bill Cosby should have never been in prison for this. And I'll go and um, read his tweet. His tweet said, anyone knowledgeable of American law would have expected and predicted the outcome of the Cosby appeal. Mm. Mainstream media in Hollywood incite public disorder, lying to the people about the law and encouraging mob rule. Okay. He goes on to say that he's talked to 43 lawyers around the country, 17 judges, and he, haven't, he hasn't found one shocked by the verdict. Most saw the same thing that I did from day one. This should have never gone to trial. It's a travesty, a violation of due process of the American law. Okay? So that was his perspective when it came to the technicality which Bill Cosby was released. Which from. how he was released, right. So which, not, not that he didn't commit the crime. Correct. Not that he did not commit the crime, but he should not have been imprisoned for the crime based on American law. Okay? Okay, so based on... How the prosecution presented the Correct. case. Okay, got you. Correct. Got you. But then y'all know Judge Joe Brown was black. Okay. And he sometimes puts in the black spin on things. And this was not a black spin, but this was just, like I said, a layman's spin on what was said. So this is his thing. He felt, what about these women being accountable for their own behavior? He says they were groupies. Sex, drugs. Rock and roll, sex, drugs, rap, sex, drugs, baseball, sex, drugs, football, sex, drugs, basketball, movies, television, etc. He says, see, it's called being a groupie. We forgot what that term meant. The bimbos come to the party. They hang out. They get drunk. They snort lines of blow. They have a good time. They use the hall closets to give head bathrooms to get down and you go in to get your coat off the bed and they're laying on top of it doing something or doing somebody i'm sorry see that's what it's about and so not saying that it was welcomed i guess he's saying that there was consent in what bill cosby was doing with these young ladies who were considered groupies now, once again, this is not my opinion. 
this is not your opinion. This is documented statements on Twitter accounts, as well as interviews, public interviews of other people supporting Bill Cosby and the unfairness, as you stated, in the verdicts and the trials placed on black people. I struggle. And I'm saying that because, first of all, I, I can't stand Judge Joe Brown. Okay. Because I feel so. like he is a non-supporter of black women. Okay. I've, I've seen him uh, make very disparaging remarks about black women. I mean, just recently he made like awful, poor, tasteless, classless uh, comments about Lizzo, Cardi B. You know, mm. he was talking about how, how sexual they are and blah, blah, blah. Okay. And they have a right to do that. The problem I have is I feel like, especially in, you know, what we deem rape culture, if you will, there's always blame and onus that's placed on women and there's no accountability for the men Agreed. who perpetrate Agreed. this criminal activity. Cause even it like, even if I'm at a party and I'm drinking and maybe I had the intention of connecting with some guy with some celebrity, the moment that we get into a space and I feel uncomfortable and I make that known, at that point, everything is over. It doesn't matter what I have on. It doesn't matter how I, what I said five Agreed. minutes before. And so that's Agreed. what I don't like because Agreed. now I feel like we're trying to blame women for predicaments. Now, should we all make good decisions? Sure. But I feel like, again, we're taking away the accountability of the person who perpetrated the crime in the first place. So that's problematic for me. Number two. Well, can I make a funny before you go to sure number two? Mm -hmm. They ain't even get the opportunity to get that far because they had to leave. Right. So that, and okay, the, I, right. I was going to say, and, and point number okay, two that's is that point number two. <laughs> if I'm already with the shits right. and, and, and I'm ready to go. You know what I'm saying? This is not a funny man. I'm sorry, y'all. No, but you know, we got to ask gotta make light because this uh -huh. shit is so serious and it can be depressing. But if I'm already ready to go, nigga, why you give me the lose? <laughs> and then you didn't even tell me you was giving me the lose. I could see if we was like, all right, we down to party. Let Give me some E. I'm ready to turn right, up. Right. No, no, no. You're going to give me fucking Quaaludes, which is, first of all, you can tell how old Bill Cosby's exactly. ass was. Who the fuck is giving people Quaaludes? No, but, but, okay. Okay. But I'm saying that to say, you're giving giving this to people without their knowledge. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. You can't do that. You cannot do that. <laughs> and you don't need to. Not These the people were trying to get put on because of whatever, trying to see what they could get out of the situation. And the problem now is you've lost your credibility. What did, what did you need to do that for? And, and it was wrong. And by the way, this man was married at the time. I, Camille, I just, I don't have it in You don't me. have it? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. They don't make us like them no more. Uh, they don't. <laughs> it's nah. just not. No, 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 no. But anyway, I was saying all that to say, you know, I hear, I hear what, what, what he said. I understand he's getting out on a technicality, but I'm always thinking about how that looks to the people who the crimes were perpetrated against. Agreed. Like, Agreed. how does that make you feel that... And we say this all the time because it happens all the time on the other Agreed. side. Agreed. So it's like, we can't be like them. You know what I'm saying? We we want the world to get better. We want people to be held accountable for their actions. We want the justice system to work in the manner that it's supposed to. And we can't just want it to work when it's other people and not work when it's for us. Very true. Very true. And I think... 
I mean, I don't want to speak on behalf of the black community, but there have been many instances um, where organizations have pinpointed um, black athletes, mm. black anyone of black celebrity, um, to be the example of the justice system, um, to be made an example, and once again to erase you know, their legacies and what they have contributed to their crafts. Mm -hmm. And if I give one example, um, I, I can't remember who's the black athlete at the time um, who had a domestic violence case. I can't remember who it was. But on the opposite side, not too long prior to this scenario, and then there was some, um, I guess, remnants of it afterwards. Mm -hmm. uh, what's the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, fucking quarterback. Ben asshole burger. Yes. Roethlisberger. Mm -hmm. That's what I said. The domestic violence case he had, what was going on at the time, you heard nothing else of it. You mean the rape? The rape. Uh-huh. Rape case he had at the time. Multiple. Um, you mm -hmm. heard one peep and then it just disappeared. Mm -hmm. But whoever he was, never it was reprimanded, didn't miss any time. None of that. None of uh -huh. that. Um, and was actually allowed to still play in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. He was. Um, but then was it like Ray Lewis or somebody? I, I can't. Not Ray Lewis. Um, Ray Rice. Ray Rice. Mm -hmm. um, Ray Rice at the time, and you know this was spread across for more than a year, his case and what had happened. So I think um, when I, I'm saying this because when I saw. Um, the support of Bill Cosby and people in the comments, you know, um, being relieved that he had been released. Mm -hmm. I think the black community was coming from that perspective that uh, finally, you know, it, even though it was a technicality, like finally, you know, the justice system has, um, quote unquote, corrected itself. Mm. Um, although the crime was committed and he had admitted to it but we 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 gotta we gotta stand 10 toes down as the young folk got like to say true. and and if we're gonna hold people accountable we gotta hold people accountable regardless of who they are yeah. i get it you know what i'm saying because we feel like the system is set up to oppress us as a people which is very true but it's like us celebrating this is stooping down to that level to me agreed so, I mean, I think that's why I, I, I truly do understand why people have such strong emotions about it. Yeah. Either way, you know, I feel like we just have to do better about the decisions that we make and make sure that, you know what I'm saying, we, we put our best foot forward and do our best to not get in situations. I mean, obviously, sometimes we're not even putting ourselves in situations because we got these bitch-ass Karens and Kevins doing all this crap, but... As much as we can, you know what I'm saying? Like, just don't give people quaaludes. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> only have sex with people who have wanna consented have and want to have sex with you. Correct. Like, simple as that. You know what I'm saying? Or just go home and have sex with your wife. Um, mm -hmm. So With yourself. Yeah. I mean, there's so many options. There's so many other options. <laughs> so what we're saying here is is that you can't say, yay, R. Kelly is going to jail, and be like, no, Bill Cosby is 96, and he shouldn't go to jail. Mm -hmm. That's what we're saying here. Um so, yeah, I mean, hopefully, you know, he can put his life back together, um, come out on the other side of this thing, um, make amends or do whatever's necessary to to repair his image and, and move on from that. All right. Um, Either way, I'm glad there's conversation about it. How so, about so it? So keep talking, y'all. There we go. <laughs>
All right, so we going, you going to blow this whistle? All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, out of bounds, y'all. Blow your whistle. Blow your whistle. My girl. Baby My was ready that girl. day. So now we going to keep going up because we, we fought up. up. We fought up. Because we on fire. When I tell you, and I have said this before, that we have wanted to say, fuck the Tokyo Olympics of 2021. We stand by that. Now, that's yeah. something we stand by. We're continuing to say that. They have continued to show show their asses. Mm-hmm. I mean, implementing black rules, of course, yeah. which they're trying to say is for the general public. Well, not general public. The the athletic population that um, is probably majority black um, because we just fucking taking over. Yeah. And, and so, you know, the Olympics are being held in Tokyo. Uh, Shakari at this point has been removed. We know that for sure. Um, suspended. My bad. Right. She's she received a suspension for thirty days because her drug test revealed marijuana. And not only has this affected Shakari, but now they are implementing rules um, to that would I guess affect black athletes. Um, and we're just going to go from there. So you want to start with Shakari or do you want to start with... So we, we can start with Shakari. Okay. So at this point, she's already been suspended. She can't participate in uh, her individual events. But not only that, they are excluding her from the relay portion of mm-hmm. the Olympics in track and field in the event, even though her suspension would be over. <laughs> so her her 30-day suspension would be over by the time the relay races would occur, but they still will not allow her to participate. And see, this is why I'm fired up. Uh Now, you done already gave this lady the um, implication, whatever that was. By rule, your laws, your rules of the game. And so since you've done that, she's now, quote unquote, served her time. Why can't she run at this point? Right. You know what I'm saying? And let's be clear. Weed is not an enhancement drug. Baby, it is not. The fact that baby did all of this and she was smoking weed, I feel like there should be uh, something above a gold medal. And that that's, she should that's why I because, love black Twitter and the internet. Because these babies say she should show up, run anyway. Who gonna catch her? Who gonna catch her? <laughs> who gonna catch her? You see what I'm saying? Nobody can catch her. Right. So she should just go in there and win her award. She, she ain't got to stand up on the stand, you know, no. to receive it. Just keep on running. And they ain't gonna catch you, baby. They're not. They ain't gonna catch you. But I feel like, you know, just like with everything else, when we shine, people have a difficult time with it. You know what I'm saying? They don't want us to be great. They don't want us to to win. And we take over every goddamn thing. Yeah, and you know they up in Asia. And so, you know, Asia always want to be on top. Not that they have any uh, miraculous runners. So I don't even know why we're discussing this in this category. But um, it's always a way to hold us down. You know what I'm saying? It is... They just don't want us to do what we do on a regular basis. You know I mean, and realistically, like we talked about this uh, a couple episodes ago. You can't wear any Black Lives Matter memorabilia or, you know, have any signs. You can't do any protests while you're there. And let me say this. The Olympic Committee, the International Olympic Committee has a longstanding history of trying to uh, silence people who specifically black people 
who are trying to protest about the mistreatment of their people. I mean, because this goes back into history. Back that, into the 60s. Hey, and I mentioned it previously. You, did, you, you know did. what I'm saying? Tommy Smith and John Carlos, they were stripped of their medals. They were sent back home uh, from the Mexico City Olympics. And so... I feel like it's history repeating itself. In addition to that, moving to a different sport, now they're saying that a UK-based uh, company, it's a swim cap company, black-owned, mm -hmm. it's called Soul Cap, and it's swim caps that are made for people of color, of color. black people, right, with thicker, curlier, more voluminous, if you will, hair. So the Olympic Committee has banned them and said, no, they're illegal because they don't fit the natural shape of a head. Well, dumbass, why would it? The point is for you to be able to fit your thicker, curlier, more voluminous hair under the damn cap. So, of course, it's not going to be shaped to, to your head. If it was shaped to your head, they wouldn't need it. It's, it's another, another, another method to hold us back mm -hmm. from being as success, successful as we are. But let's keep in mind. Well, baby, we done gotten through a lot of things. And ain't no fucking cap. We don't care if it's a plastic bag. You can give us the plastic shower cap that they have in the hotels. And if I tell you we the number one swimmer, baby, we gonna be the number one swimmer. Yep. But yeah. it's it's just the audacity. The, the, the... I, I don't even know where to go with this. I'm just thoroughly disgusted. Like, because you keep you know, implementing these rules and these these mm -hmm. restrictions to discourage to us, discourage from, us from participating and winning. We are going to do it. We're built for this. Mm -hmm. I want you to understand. And that's where I know that you do not know us. Yeah. You do not know the Harriet Tubman's because we are going to find a way. Yes. And a lot of people have actually been calling for a boycott of the Olympics. So especially when they first heard the news that Sha'Carri Richardson wouldn't be able to run. A lot of people, a lot of celebrities were saying that they weren't going to watch. They weren't going to, you know, participate in watching the Olympics when it came on. And so another uh, black young woman from track and field named Gabby Thomas, I feel like she put her foot in her mouth a little bit. Uh, she pissed she, me off. Yeah, she did piss me off. And we just gave her props a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Um, she was saying, you know, she doesn't feel like everybody should be punished, uh, basically because somebody didn't do what they were supposed to do. And it's a lot of people that worked really hard to get there. And I'm like, you're saying it as if this other young lady didn't work hard to get there. Now, yes, obviously she was smoking weed. You know, it's against the rules. Okay, we get that. But that's not the time for you to, to say that. You Even if you were just, you weren't. Even if you wanted to say, please consider supporting those of us who are, you know, are still in the yes. Olympics. You could have left it at that. You didn't even need to bring that yeah. in. And uh, and Shakari came back, baby, because she and said, she it's clear a lot of people who run in their mouths don't know me and Ooh. wouldn't be able to beat me if I was running in the first Ooh. place. Oh, okay then. And see, that's the type of comeback I like. Mm -hmm. I like that because she definitely was not in support of this young black sister. Mm -hmm. um, you know what I'm saying? Because they could have taken one and two. I, I mean, I don't care how you do it, but you went about it. Your approach was totally wrong. You went about it the wrong way. All I know is it's giving Sha'Carri more time to get faster, which it's is not, not to what get they faster. Want. It's not what they want. I mean, because all, she, all she's going to do now is train. Oh, she going to whip your asses, and I can't wait to see it. What are we looking at, 2023, you think? Um, no, it's probably going to be 2024. She'll still be able to compete in the world championships, which probably are going to be next year 
No worries. So, yeah, no. She'll, no worries. she'll be back. She'll be back. She already got endorsement deals and, and all of and that. here we go again. Mm-hmm. Michael Phelps has been, and I, he's from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we support him. But he has been smoking for years. Yes. And winning weeds. for years. Uh-huh. And no one has said anything. Even the fact that she was tested when she was is still a little off. That's that's where yeah. I was coming from. Mm-hmm. You know you know this little baby going through something. You know it. Mm-hmm. And for you to test her at that moment, that was a little skeptical to me. Mm-hmm. But I digress. We okay? always come out on time. Absolutely. So don't and do you want to talk about the runner that was also affected, the abortion story? Or you want um, to hold on to that? One? Well, no, I mean, I, I can just share. I mean, I think it just goes back to the history of the International Olympic Committee uh, who, you know, they really just don't care about black people. And the young lady was also a track runner. And she was saying that she unfortunately had an abortion and she tried to reschedule her drug tests. Mm-hmm. Be- I mean, because she was sick. And because of that, even when she was able to reschedule it, they wouldn't let her reschedule the test and she wasn't able to participate in the Olympics. Go. So Yeah, so just highlighting another uh black athlete affected by by this, you know, so that she doesn't showcase her greatness. Um but once again, there's always another Olympics and we will be back. Absolutely. Um, so y'all can kiss it. Um and we can go from there. Okay. And you know what? Good. It's always the US athletes. It's always they don't that's do the this point. with black athletes nope. in other countries. Nope. You know, but when, like I said, I digress. I won't keep it moving. Um, <laughs> so we're going to do this Love Jones. You ready? Mm-hmm. I got a Love Jones for, for your body and your skin tone. Five minutes alone, I'm already on the phone. Get back. Hey, come, Mary. I Hit it. Yes, I, I, I had to stop because you <laughs> had that note. <laughs> I couldn't even go there. You, go there. you did that. You did that. <laughs> Two so questions. This, oh, oh go yeah, ahead. no, go ahead. I was going to say this week in Love Jones. First, we were talking about whether or not you will be cool with someone proposing at your wedding. But, not but. Okay, let's start with that one. Yeah. Am I okay with somebody proposing at my wedding? Mm-hmm. The answer is no. <laughs> okay. This is my night, mm-hmm. my day, my evening, whatever you want to call it. And I'm not for you proposing to someone, especially one of my friends. Mm. don't steal my shine you want to propose to your significant other at my wedding Mm -hmm. you couldn't do that at the rehearsal Mm -hmm. you couldn't do that at the 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 fitting you couldn't do that somewhere else Mm -hmm. you're going to wait until my wedding Mm -hmm. in order for you to propose to somebody Mm -hmm. it's a no for me sis yeah i'm gonna go with a no for me too i think it's just in poor taste (laughs) it's like I, i mean it is you know what i'm saying it's like it's it's rude like and and not even that like oh i'm getting married and it's like i'm trying to be selfish but it's like you all deserve to have your own moment just like i deserve to have mine and so like you said especially if it's a friend you know that's really inconsiderate because you know me and then if it's somebody i don't know that's i mean come on because you know how at weddings sometimes it's like somebody yeah you know how somebody it's like it's a friend that your parent and invited and you don't really fucking remember them or you don't know them but they happen to be there or something like that i just i just feel like people should recognize that that couple should have their day and that that's not appropriate and i feel like somebody mentioned this uh in social media because 
they put uh, Best Man up on Netflix. And you remember in oh, Best Man at the end of the movie, yeah. Tay Diggs proposes to Sanaa Lathan with no ring, by the way, but whatever. Stop it. I'm just saying, that was dumb. It's not even really a proposal. That's just like, here's an idea I have. Let's... But anyway, I just felt like it was inappropriate. And they was all clapping, but I don't feel like that would be yeah, happening I in think real it's life. totally inconsiderate. That it you, is. You would even, of all the freaking days, there are 364 others mm -hmm. that you could have picked in order for you to propose to somebody. Mm -hmm. and it could be the next day. It could be the day before. You know what? I, I This is, I'm going to give you uh, um, what, what I, it's parallel to in, in my eyes. Okay. Birthday celebration. Mm -hmm. And for some odd reason, you choose my birthday celebration to celebrate something else. Like announce something else. You want to announce some huge something. Mm -hmm. And I don't care. Pick it. I don't care if you announcing that you lost your, your pinky toe. I don't care. It's mm -hmm. my birthday. So I just feel like you should wait until midnight of the next day or whatever you whatever it is you need to wait you just need to wait mm -hmm. because this is my day and nothing else needs to be said absolutely you know i think that's inconsiderate that people propose to people on their birthdays stuff like that I, yeah I, just, I i think you should just have your own moment yeah. like don't try to capitalize on somebody else's yeah. moment because in some ways i feel like you being cheap like you didn't want to set up the ambiance <laughs> yourself so you just going you know be on somebody's coattails you know what i'm saying you you gonna bum off of there i know what the rebuttal, i know what the rebuttal is going to be the rebuttal is going to be that this is the time that everyone was together i don't care well it's you need to assemble everyone together <laughs> we assembled everyone together for me and for we not for you so you need to assemble everyone together. Yo. If you want to have an event, you do that. I'll even come, but not today. She is going up. Not on today. The second part of this story. No. The, se <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the second part of this story, why we're asking, um, do you feel as though it's inappropriate for someone to propose at your wedding? Um, the second part of this story comes from a real life scenario. There was a couple getting married this specific day and during the wedding like literally during the wedding the husband in the scenario dies mm. he Many passes away um i can't remember if it was like a heart attack you know whatever the sudden thing that took his life was i can't remember what that was but his brother like his real life biological brother stepped in and married the wife of course, this is not of our tradition. This is from um, Indian culture. So it was an Indian couple. Husband passed away right before getting married. The brother stepped in and said that he would take on this young lady as his wife. So we're also asking in this instance, is it okay to marry siblings, a sibling's significant other? What say no. you? No. <laughs> and I'm going to say this whole family is trash because oh they ain't even let this nigga get cold on the floor At before all. they just went. They said, shit, we didn't already pay for this wedding. It's somebody else here. And I understand that culturally and other traditions, like the expectation is that if something happens to one sibling, 
or one brother, then the other brother would take over. But it's a no for me. It's a hell no. It's a no no. That shit is disrespectful, <laughs> and his family should be fucking ashamed. And they don't give a shit about him because they let this man die, and then right away they like, well, we didn't already pay for this food, mm -hmm. so let us just keep it moving, and she can marry this guy, and then we good to go. And then this bitch went along with it. So you don't think it's a great gesture that your brother? Let's I think just my say. brother's an asshole. <laughs> is what I think. I think he's an asshole and he's been waiting to steal my girl. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> that is where I am at this moment. You know what, Queen E? Yes. That's that's what you have to say about that's that? That's exactly what I have to say. What so, do you have to do say? Do you think it's premeditated? You, you think he already had feelings for this young lady or he just really stepped in to take care of his brother's fiance? I, the fact that you were ready and willing to step in that fast <laughs> is problematic for me. It is. Yes, it's it problematic. Is. What you saying? Because you seem mighty calm. No, you know I don't. That's a no, a fucking no for me. <laughs> I, I, it's, 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 it's no way that me and LeBron about to step up here. Sorry, Savannah. You know we sister wives. But me and LeBron <laughs> stepping up to the plate and then something happens to me. You know, God forbid. And then... Faces by Sade Renee is just going to step in <laughs> and, and get to it. I just don't understand. I, I could not. I wanted to be inside her head when she thought that this is okay. Like, I is is no way that she could come up with anything to make me think that that will be okay. No. Just as if I would not do it to her. Mm -mm. No. It's no? It's a no for me. There is so, once again, no. Just just being clear. There's not any scenario, Queen E, that you could think of that this would be okay in your eyes. There's zero scenarios okay. where this would be okay to me. Okay, so we're on the same page. Yes. We're going to keep it moving because, of course, we got to bring you down. Mm. And not bring you down as to depression. We got to give you <laughs> the good word that comes, want, comes with relax, relate, relate. Release. release. It's so funny that episode of A Different World it came It definitely on. <laughs> came on. You know they got all the reruns going. But Queen E is going to tell you to go where the love is. Yeah, so this week in Relax, Relate, Release, make sure that you give yourself some extra love. Like, even if you love it on yourself, give yourself a little bit extra. Treat yourself, be kind to yourself, go where the love is, and remember that it starts with you. Amen. You determine how people are going to love on you by the way you love on yourself. Because, see, if people see how good you are to yourself, they're not even going to step into your space if they know they can't match Set what you're doing. Hello? Set and good evening. Periods and goodbye. Yes. That's all you have with <laughs> that finger. Oh, man. <laughs> Y'all, so make sure that you, you take heed to the words that Queen E is dropping on you. Um, yeah, and there's nothing else to be said about that. Yeah. Love on yourself and also go where the love where is. Where the love is. So, sis. Mm-hmm. Who are you rooting for this evening? Uh, I'm rooting for everybody black. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with our good girlfriend or do you want to just hit them with the Jamel? Um, let's start with Jamel okay. and then bring it on and home then bring with it the on sunshine. Mm -hmm. So Jamel has announced her new, it ain't really a new podcast because she already had a season, right? Well, no. So it's not a, a new podcast, but she's creating her own podcast network. That's what it is. The network. On Spotify. And I'm I believe sorry, her podcast, Jamel Hill is Unbothered, is going to be underneath of that umbrella of the podcast uh -huh. network. So now she's going to be in charge of bringing in new podcasts and additional podcasts besides her own. And let me tell y'all what I love about this fucking story. I just love, I love Jamel 
period. period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I like the fact that she was given an opportunity as a black woman to, you know, give her perspective on sports. Yes. But let me tell you what I really love about the story. I like the fact that they thought that letting her go was going to keep her down. Baby. And when I tell you the doors have opened. Yes. She has gotten numerous opportunities. She has done nothing but elevate since she left ESPN. And now there's no middleman to her money because sister is creating her own bag. Her own and getting every bag huh. there is. Huh. Okay. Stiff wear. Stiff wear. Stiff wear. Okay. Okay. They, that's the best thing they could have done was to try to play her when she was really speaking the truth, the power. You and understand I, what I'm saying? I just referenced Harriet Tubman, y'all, and I referenced her for a reason. You can't hold us down. We mm -mm. are going to create it when there's a will. There's, There's a, a way. way. Mm -hmm. We're going to make it happen. Yeah. And Jamel Hill is out here doing that. Okay. Baby is unbothered, booked, and busy. All <laughs> you of know who else is booked and busy? <laughs> My good girlfriend, Auntie Tab. Our good girlfriend, Tab at the ground. <laughs> My girl writing books. She got her channels, but she out here with a seasoning. Okay. Come on. Good, good McCormick. <laughs> okay. Gave her the opportunity to create her own seasoning. So she has Sunshine Seasoning by Tabitha Brown. Huh. And baby, it sold out within the first I couple tried. of hours that it was released. I tried. Yes. I tried. So it's an it's a all-purpose seasoning. It has garlic, thyme, uh, banana powder, pineapple and mango powder, uh, turmeric, uh, and it's it's all natural, of course, because say, she's, know she's vegan and all natural and organic. And everybody seems to be loving it. There have been celebrities showing themselves using it while they're cooking it. And she, she's been using it and making her recipes and things. Because so, that's her business. Because that's her business. So okay. shout out to Auntie Tab. She is doing it up. She got books. She got seasoning. She has jobs, commercials. She's retiring. On her TV husband. shows. She I mean, like, come on here. Come through. Come on here. Come through, sis. I'm here for it. Call me. Call me, Tab. I can't it's cook. It's still Black Women's History Month all year long. All year long. I just want y'all to know. Tab, I can't cook, but call me. Okay? <laughs> I can't cook, but call me, sis. I'm going I'm to I'm be what you need. I can be your sous chef or something. Yeah. Okay? Oh, man. I love it. Guess what? What? I don't think you're ready for this patty. I don't think you're ready for this patty. I don't think you're ready for this. Yes. So y'all know my girl Tab likes to keep it cute. Yes. We, okay. we this is this is a show all about Auntie Tab. She <laughs> is a classy woman. She is. She gives you everything from the spirit chows down to the, you know, the good earthly down to earth, I'm sorry. Yeah. One month black woman. But she had to give a read. She mm -hmm. had to give a read. Mm -hmm. And once again, she kept it cute. It was well-deserved. And classy. Mm -hmm. And it is surrounding the story where she retired her husband, as mm -hmm. I just mentioned. Um, so Tabitha Brown, her and her husband had a pact that um, when he signed up for the force, the California uh, police force. LAPD. Uh -huh, <laughs> that when he um, decided that, you know, I'm sorry, in support of her career, her being able to, you know, get grind, get to pursue it, become an actress, pursue her, her things. That once she became successful, that this was something that he no longer had to do. Um, especially with it being a dangerous field, you mm -hmm. know. Um, that he also has dreams that he wanted to pursue that involves, you know, coaching kids because he's currently coaching. Um, and she, he wants to take that to a different level. And he wants to be able to dedicate full time to this venture of his. And so they made this pact that 
once she became successful, after she got put on, and you know they were financially financially in a place to do so, mm -hmm. that he could retire from LAPD. That's what just happened. Mm -hmm. She announced it. They're having a retirement party. Chance no longer has to be LAPD. Mm -hmm. Taking a new chance was the theme of the party. Uh, Hello. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, social media always got to put their fucking opinions on something. And this trash always has to bring something to her show. First of all, Wendell needs to sit Not the fuck down. Wendell. Oh, I'm my sick gosh. of Wendell and, you know, her cat-footed. Wendy Williams. Cat-footed, centaur-looking. I just, I'm over her. I'm over her because she's so damn negative. Messy. And she looks it. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? She looks like negativity. And damn. it just pisses me off. So, she decided to run her damn mouth Always. on her show. Always. Saying that she doesn't agree with Tab's decision to retire her husband. And she foresees you know, a rocky marriage yes. coming up. Bitch, why would you even put something like that out in the atmosphere? Why would you even put that type of energy on Fuck it? Wendy. Wendell <laughs> can kiss my ass. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say it for Auntie Tab because she, she too respectful. She's yeah, too much she... of a class act. But baby, I'm petty <laughs> as fuck. So I'm going to tell you. So she says this on the show. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And you know, Auntie Tab's people were ready and willing. They they sent all the avocados, baby. You know, Auntie Tab, <laughs> Tab loves all the, she loves an avocado toast, baby. She cut up avocado and, and a salad. That's her business. Girl, so they sent all the avocados. But baby, when I tell you, this is the classiest yet shadiest comeback I've ever seen in my life. Auntie Tab told her she was going to pray for her. You know, that's bad. When somebody tell you they're going to pray for you, baby, when you say something shady to them, Bless that means they know how awful your life is. And she wished her well she in did. her future love she life. She said it's clear to her that she ain't never been loved. Ooh. It's clear to her that she's never had a relationship where she could understand this level of love and Ooh. support. Okay, because this is an agreement that they made with each other. Ooh. She's supporting her husband just like he supported her. Of 20 the, years, right? Right, but the deal was for five years. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it really took 15. Yeah. Right, yeah, so yeah, she's yeah. like, he was even loving and supportive enough even after the time that Correct. we agreed upon. Correct. She's like, so this is what I want to do and I'm able to do. And you don't have to like it. And she told us she hopes she finds a love. Oh. Okay. Okay. So that she can understand this type of love and support. And so she's out here sprinkling her seasoning. Baby, she sprinkled the party. sunshine <laughs> right on window. Right on window. Right on window. Okay. I'm sick. And you know, here we go again. Black Twitter. And these internets are undefeated, mm, okay? Mm, mm. Y'all know. Y'all know. She cursed her out. In our name. culture, everything is a diss record, mm -hmm. okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> and so what the black Twitter, what the internets did mm -hmm. was put Tab's prayerful read to nauseous <laughs> ether beat. Yes. <laughs> F window. <laughs> Fuck Wendy. What's up, niggas? I know you ain't talking about me, dog, nigga. You what? You been on my dick, nigga. You love my style, nigga. And so they remixed it so that it could go to the ether beat. And now it has just been flooding social media. So if you have not heard that, first of all, don't even listen to it in its original state now. Don't even, because it's, it's just even funnier yeah. to the beat. Yeah. So find Tab's read 
um, letting Wendy know that, you know, she's been doing this, they've been doing this for 20 years. Um, it's no need for you to step your Lord, put your little two cents on what we got going on here. We got this and we will continue to have this. And now it's Chance's time to do his thing. Absolutely. That's what she said. She said, we've been broke together for a long time. Ooh. And now we getting money together. Ooh. So we good. We that good. foundation is solid. Uh-huh. But Wendy been hurt so bad. She don't I told know. you she looked like negativity. She don't know. She don't know. She came for the right one, though. Yeah, she did. She cussed her out in the Lord's name. That was a Christian curse that out. That Christian curse out yeah. to the eighth degree. But guess what? Y'all throw y'all avocados up. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> Tab going to keep running with this thing. I look forward to everything that she brings to the table. Because everything she touches turns to gold. All right. Um, so with that said, unfortunately, Aww. it's time for us to say goodnight. Um, you want to I'm ready to hit the song. Hit the song. Now it's time to say goodbye to, to all our petty peeps. Be petty on purpose. P-E-T-T-Y. You have just now listened yes. to episode 31 of Perpetually Petty. Petty, 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 Petty. <laughs> I'm your girl, Petty P. It's me, Queen E. <laughs> we'll check y'all out on episode 32. Be petty on purpose, y'all. Peace. Peace.